This is Saturdays in Tassie with David Lithgow and Brett Jeeves. Love it. I like it. You know, my years are very much an alternative music operator, but I did have some old school hunters and collectors sort of vibes coming out of my CD player a bit. Yeah, very He's nice. A star. They are good. They are good. And again, another another group that probably just has to work today as well. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great day. Grand final day. It's the Pies and the Lions this afternoon at the MCG. Can't believe it! I'm going to miss half of it because I'll be in the air travelling to Maroochydore, which is, seems ridiculous. Now we've got to this um, part of the day, but that is what it is. Great to have our next guest with us this morning. The Mowbray Track and Facilities Manager Ryan Smith has joined us. Good morning, Ryan. How are you going, mate? Morning, gents. Yeah, really well, thank you. I know you like your footy. You're a, you play with Perth, and I do. As a Scott style boy, not that you play in the same competition, but I do keep an eye on. Do you think you got bundled out? Was it Liddell Oils that beat you in the in the final? Yeah, were you playing? Were you playing the seniors? Yeah, yeah, we got uh, we got done by Liddell in the semi. That's we, right. Um, we we beat Oils in the elimination final, so yes. we did all right there. But um, yeah, we just ran out a bit of puff in the at the end of the season, unfortunately. Where does uh, we'll, we'll get to the more important topic shortly? But where, how do you spend your day today on Grand Final Day? Uh, I've got the kids for the day today, so we'll just uh, we're just about to go out the swimming lessons, and um, and then uh, yeah, we'll just be sitting around on the couch uh, watching the game. I don't have much interest being a blue supporter today. Um, heard a bit <laughs> last week. Just not quite good enough, mate. I think they probably no. maxed out. I know Carlton fans don't want to hear that, but they rode their luck a little bit, and they had a pretty good year. But uh, I think the best two teams are in it, mind you. I'm sure GWS fans would probably strike up an an argument. Hey, listen, the reason we've got you on, of course, finally racing returns to Launceston next Friday for the first of 29 meetings, mate. There's been a bit of work done over there of of recent times. Tell us about it. Yeah, so we've uh, carried out a major renovation on the track after the Good Friday meeting back in April and... Uh, yeah, dirty drains, scarified cord, and um, yeah, put out some seed, uh, sand, and fertilizer, and uh, yeah, it's been a fair bit of maintenance going on to the track between uh, then and now uh, with continual aeration and fertilizing. And uh, guys have done a really good job with the track, and uh, it looks uh, in in really good order for the the upcoming uh, pretty pretty heavy racing schedule, weekly nightly racing. So, in simple terms. Um you effectively got a new track, and what 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 is the key differences? You know, in in, in particular, for, I guess for the health and safety of the horses as well. I mean, that's such a key factor of it all, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. We've sort of, uh, suppose, with the, the most recent renovation is we've been really trying to to work on our thatch layer, so trying to reduce that, um, which will uh, assist us in having a more consistent track as we get later on into the season. Uh, the track does get a little bit tired as it gets to the last sort of three or four meetings of each of each sort of um, schedule. So uh, if we're working on that patch layer, reducing that is that uh, we should be able to prolong the life of the track. Would that, that make a difference to the times? Of the, I mean, I know it's a little bit different with uh, running, but we've had Jack Hale out at Glenorchy and he talks about the surface <laughs> that he's running on. Does it make a difference for the times of the horses or that it won't uh, impact that at all? 
No, I don't think it'll have a huge impact. That's a lot of, I think, uh, times at Mowbray, uh, a lot to do with tempo early on in the races. And um, and once they, uh, yeah, if they're starting to um, put a bit of pressure on early, then uh, then that's when we see some sharper times for sure. I did notice. See, so you had you, you've you've obviously had a you've you've had a practice run, twenty odd trials there on Thursday. Did it hold up okay? Yeah, it held up uh, tremendously well, which gives us a fair bit of confidence going into next week. Uh, yeah, we had 21 trials and a couple of jump-outs, so the best part of 120 horses went around the, the track uh, on the outside sort of 12 metres and uh, very little repair jobs to be done. Uh, we just put the bristle on the, the back over it on Thursday night. Uh, gave it a cut yesterday and, it, yeah, it's come up a treat. So I think uh, going into Friday next week, uh, there's a bit of rain around earlier on in the week, but uh, that sort of that's backing off each day now. So uh, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be well placed for uh, next Friday night. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but what you've just mentioned there, no wonder my back lawn might grow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, well, what, well, funny question by you, Ace. But I don't mind it. What is what is the key to to getting the the spring lawn up and going? You should know better than anyone, Ryan. Give us give us a few tips to some of us people that like our grass a little bit nicer than a weed laden thing. Time, energy, and a fair bit of love, I think. Yes, yeah, that's I right. You got to put the key. You got, I don't know. I don't know. There's a fair, fair <laughs> bit of technicality going into that. There, we've uh, look. Uh, you don't realise, you know, that play a bit of fair bit of golf, flash, and you don't realise the work and effort that goes Amazing. into a horse racing track or a golf course. And yeah, as I say, no wonder my back lawn's not growing. Hey, listen, Ryan. Before we let you go, mate, summer carnival's a little way away now. Um, tell us about the optimism about the quality that we're going to see. I mean. Well, don't forget this time last year we saw the inevitable going back to Launceston well uh, almost 10 months ago and destroying the rivals again which added so much to the to the summer carnival um, how's your feeling with the with the quality of racing that we'll see coming up yeah I think there's uh, some pretty good local horses around at the moment which is which is great and they'll uh, they'll start to get into some preparations over the next sort of month or two and uh, and then obviously we've had uh, some pretty good quality in the staters come down for the for the summer carnival so I expect it to be a really good uh, quality summer carnival of racing again and um, yeah it'd be good to see the inevitable go back around a few times around the local races absolutely it might be uh, it might be a bit of a struggle especially if it can win the Epsom today what an enormous performance it would be from the little champ Hey, Ryan, great to have you on with you, mate. I'm sorry your blue bag is... Well, I'm not sorry, actually, because I don't like Carlton. I'm sorry uh, you don't get to, to watch the, the famous Navy Blue today, but have a great grand final day, mate, and thanks for jumping on. We look forward to catching up with you over the summer as the Tasmanian Racing Carnival kicks off a little bit later on. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, guys. Enjoy it. Ryan Smith joined us this morning. There is a lot of work in that, Ace, you know, like it's... Um, Look, I, there's nothing better than having a good patch of grass. I think we've talked about this in your front lawn or your back lawn. I do put a bit of, bit of time into it, but there's a lot more than meets the eye of getting these tracks up and going. Oh, there is, and as you said, there's 120 horses that, however much they weigh, pounding down there at 60 k's an hour. It's uh, a fair bit of work that goes into that we don't see. And I just saw a photo of the MCG too, and the work oh. that I'm sure would have been put into that. That bit of carpet out there today for the boys to run around on but yeah look it's uh yeah the, the as you said a fair bit of time and love needs to go in it and i haven't got that <laughs> no listen so the tab epsom today over a mile it's worth 1.5 million it's about three quarters of a million to the winner um 
4.05 this afternoon. The inevitable, David Perez on board. Uh, I think it wins. I think it gets its opportunity to win its first Group 1. Of course, it won a Silver Eagle, which was a half a million dollar race, but it wasn't a group race. Um, I reckon today's today. It's um, been an incredible horse. It's won just under 1.7 million. I reckon it dumps another three quarters of a million into the bank account today. You reckon it does? You reckon it just wins I do. today? I do. It's a uh, big day of racing there, but uh, what about, um, I know that uh, there's a fair bit going on in the footy, but Brownie, Johnny, Jonathan Brown's in a syndicate with his horse. Did you hear about that one? Beast Mode, that's racing in race seven uh, up at Eagle Farm today. So I'm sure people, a few people will be on that. It looks like it's coming to short odds at $2.45, but yeah, big Brownie's in that Beast one and mode. his big Buffhead was in the paper today as well. Oh, yes, a boost mode, six starts, four wins in two seconds, $2.70. There you go, there's all your winners, courtesy of Aaron Cornelius. We're going to go to a break, Ace. We've got the news coming up. We'll keep, we're going we're to touch on the Jack Jumpers. We'll, we'll get there eventually. Grand final day has got us terribly excited. It's a beautiful day. It's going to be damn hot in Melbourne. I wonder if it might favour the line, something we haven't talked about. We'll talk a bit more footy coming up. News time now.